0: little drops of honey in these dry, rigid deadlands of the world that forgot, micro doses of magic in this land of pushing, doing, hustle, and machine, and sweet whispers of soul to begin to remember why we came here, what we have access to, and what really matters. I'm Heather Allison, and this is Nectar. So one of the places that we so often bump up against when we're like either when we're doing energetic work or you know sacred manifestation or when we're just trying to create the life that we want to be living yeah one of the things that we bump up against so often that ends up making it feel harder like harder to call those things in or harder to make the changes that we want to make in our lives to even making those little shifts in our lives or in our habits or in our ways of thinking that are kind of like the ship of a rudder where we're just turning it just ever so slightly to change the overall direction of our life. One of the things that can make this feel so much harder, I find, is this idea of finding fulfillment where we are. The idea of finding pleasure where we are, finding feel good where we are. Even the really common teaching of finding gratitude for where we already are. So that we can let go of attachment to the things that we're in the process of calling it. So that we can stop being so impatient, right? So we can let go of this constant grip and pull as we try to figure out how to make things happen or how to get what we want, how to even you know create the changes that are necessary to manifest our desires, whether that's in our business, in our income, in calling in our lover, whatever it might be. And I found that the reason this gets so sticky, it's a really popular teaching, right? A really popular And it's an important one. It's one that I talk about as well, this idea of finding fulfillment where you already are. But the reason this gets so sticky, that it becomes such a sticking point, this place where people get stuck, especially energetically, is that we are unconsciously very often saying, well, I will let go of that attachment that I feel to that thing that I want to call in, to this outcome that I want to have happen, to this goal I want to reach. To this thing i want to manifest i'll let go of that attachment i'll lay down this grippy constricting impatience that i have for for this outcome that i want once i figured out how to feel good here once i figured out how to feel content or to feel pleasure here can you already hear how even our intention to release attachment then is filled with attachment right like you can hear how transactional that is i'll do this if and when I get this first. Yeah. And again, this is a really important principle. The idea of filling ourselves here where we are, of finding that gratitude, of, of allowing ourselves to feel whole and complete already before we ever reach or get whatever it is that we're desiring. But there's so often, very, very, very often, there's this undercurrent of attachment, even inside our willingness to release attachment and our willingness to even practice releasing attachment. And we end up handcuffing our ability to open ourselves into magic and miracle and possibility and and co-creation with the quantum realms and even just our ability to receive bountifully. Here, we handcuff ourselves and that ability to conditionality, to our ability to feel good already where we are. And it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Like logically, linearly, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Like in essence, what we're saying is I'll choose that more expanded, more magic filled way once I feel better where I am now, or once I feel like I've got things nailed down where I am now, when that is the thing that's going to allow us to feel better. And that is the thing that's going to allow us to create something new here, right? So for me, the key in all of this is our ability to walk with paradox, to hang out in it, to dance with it. And this is one of the reasons why mystery schools are so powerful, right? Because you're inherently stepping into the mystery, into the unknown, into the places where paradox lives, and you're immersing yourself into it. You're learning it. You're practicing with it. You're learning its language, and you're learning your power within it so that you can then play in the realm of paradox, exactly so that you can hold these things that feel like these like mutually exclusive energetics all at the same time. And that's when you really, really become the kind of vessel for co-creational magic, if you will. It's where you start touching into the kind of miracle and magic I know you feel you're meant to have access to. But so often instead, what I find is that we get ourselves into this like wrestling match, this tug of war with like, how do I make it feel good enough here? How do I make it feel whole enough here? How do I feel ready enough here? So that I can then let myself open into the mysteries so that I can then let myself open into magic and miracles. It's like we're waiting to believe so that we can let ourselves believe. Yeah. So in essence, what we're doing, what we end up doing is we're like lacing our attempts at non-attachment with attachment. So this is one of those underlying thought forms I find that makes self-improvement or energy work or whatever. so difficult for a lot of people, most people, because there's a lot of stuff being taught. That's like telling you all these ways, giving you all these practices, giving you these tools for how to quote unquote, manipulate the universe, manipulate the energetics so you can get what you want. So you can make happen what you want, but they're teaching you attachment at the same time. They're teaching you conditionality and transactionality at the same time. So either it doesn't work or it works for a minute and then it stops or it works, but then you end up creating, unintentionally creating a bunch of wounds and like wounded byproducts in your life, in the process. I go into this a lot deeper And go into a lot more of our thought forms that get in the way when we're doing any kind of self improvement work, energetic work, manifestation work inside my masterclass called The Antidote. And I'll try to remember to include the link here for you if you want to go deeper into that. But ultimately, my invitation to you in this is to allow yourself to begin before you think you're ready, to practice this idea of non-attachment before it actually feels good to practice it, before you feel like you have the foundations to be practicing it, before it feels like you can believe that what you desire is on its way. That's it for this little drop of nectar. Dive into my other podcast, The Golden Path, for longer form episodes, deeper explorations, and bigger doses of the feminine mysteries. I'll see you again soon.